Welcome, one-way ticketers, to the podcast. I'm so excited you are joining today. It's going to be a fun episode. So this is the second episode of the One Way Ticket Travel Podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen in and hopefully find tangible ways to find more wanderlust in your life. So I hope you got a lot out of last week's episode. We talked about the five best ways to find and create adventure in your life. Feel free to leave me a comment on my Instagram at Maggie's One Way Ticket on how you incorporated one of those tips last week. I'd love to see which one resonated with you the most. So today's episode will be another solo episode, and as promised, we are going to be talking about all things Pai Thailand. I am so excited about this one. If you have no clue where Pai is, rest assured we will cover all the details. It is definitely a place that's a true hidden gem in Thailand and is one of my favorite places on earth, and today I will cover why. So I wanted to break down what we're going to chat about today. So today we're going to discuss why you should visit Pai and what makes it so special. Some of the best bucket list adventures and hidden gems. There are so many in Pai, so I can't wait to get to that part of the conversation. And then how I would recommend spending a weekend there. So ideally, it would be great if you had more than a weekend, but if you just had 48 hours, what are the top spots you need to explore? We're going to go over all the logistics of visiting to have a seamless experience and a quick story time, including my one-way ticket unforgettable memory and a few other things along the way. Okay, so as I mentioned, I taught abroad in Chiang Mai and before living there, I had never even visited Thailand. So I definitely had no idea how many hidden gems and cool weekend trips awaited me for those next few years living abroad. And little did I know there was a mountainous, hippie, magical town just three hours away from the hustle and bustle of Chiang Mai. And the only catch is you do have to drive three hours, but since Pai is nestled in the mountains, it's not easy. It's not necessarily the easiest drive to get to, but it is definitely an exciting one. So if you can believe it, it takes over 700 turns up a pretty steep road to reach this incredible destination. And I definitely assure you it's worth every twist and turn. So you can actually book your one or two-way ticket at the Chiang Mai bus station, which I would recommend doing if you can a few days before your departure. And the ticket is roughly about four US dollars one way, which gosh, I miss those Thai prices. Um, But if you are feeling really daring, you can definitely take your motorbike to Pai, but I definitely would only recommend this for experienced drivers. Um, I was not quite ready to do that at the time, but some of my friends did and they said the views were incredible. So just make sure you check the weather in advance because you definitely would not want to be caught on that road in the rain. So what do you say? Are you ready to take a one-way trip to Pai? Let's go. So you may be asking yourself, why make the journey to Pai? And you'll have to experience it for yourself, but the energy and zen you will feel upon arriving will make you want to jump in the nearest hammock 
and soak in the incredible views. The energy there is truly palpable and what I really enjoyed about Pi is even the people that I met along the way. It's usually a lot of like-minded travelers that are artists and dreamers and it's just a cool place to meet people from all over the world. Another awesome thing about Pi is you can make your weekend a relaxing escape by checking out the hot springs. You can sign up for different meditations or you can leisurely walk around the amazing night market that they have there. Or you can have nonstop adventure, which I will get to in a second. Pi is truly whatever you make it. And it's definitely a backpacker's dreamland with unique experiences, I feel, around every corner. Pi is a place you can definitely immerse yourself in nature, and the accommodations range from hostels to boutique resorts, but I definitely recommend booking a cottage or a bungalow to really just soak in the calm vibes of the area. So I will leave some recommendations in the show notes for different places that I stayed in that I really enjoyed. Um, Pi was definitely just a place I felt alive and I can't wait to go back someday. All right, so now we know how to get to Pi. So we can now just discuss which hidden gems and adventures await you. So without further ado, these are my top adventures in Pi. So my first experience that I definitely would recommend checking out is Pai Canyon. Pai Canyon is Thailand's version of the Grand Canyon, and it's definitely the perfect spot to catch a sunrise or sunset in Pai. It is about five miles from town, and the best way to get there is on a motorbike. It's definitely not as big as the Grand Canyon, but it is um, just an incredible spot to bring a picnic blanket and soak in the views. It was probably one of my favorite experiences in Pi, especially with friends. It's the best way, I think, to end the day. So definitely check out Pi Canyon. Um, My next experience would be tubing. So if you're into tubing, you can actually tube down the Pi River. This would definitely be a fun group activity, but you can definitely go by yourself too, especially on one of those hot Thailand days. And it's really easy to rent a tube downtown um, in the city center with one of the many vendors that sell tubes and will actually take you to the tubing spot. What's really great about Pi is it is conducive to travelers. So there are many different tour groups that will take you to a lot of the popular destinations. The next um, bucket list activity I would recommend is caving. And... (laughs) Caving was not something that, a hobby that I expected to cultivate while I was in Thailand, but even outside of Pai, I had a few weekends where I went and visited caves throughout northern Thailand, and it just became such a fun hobby for me to go explore those places and see what was inside the caves, so I definitely recommend if you can't see the caves in Pai to at least check out other caves throughout Thailand if you are visiting because they are just incredible. And the the closest one and probably the best cave to visit in um, Pai is the Tham Lod Cave and it's located about 20 miles 
from the city center if you are up for a quick day trip. Again, why I recommended to rent a motorbike if you can while in Pi, as there are quite a few of these experiences that are a little bit outside of town. And you can actually hire a guide and float through the cave on a bamboo raft. And I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty freaking cool. So that's another bucket list experience that you can have that is not really an experience you could have in many other places. Another hobby I was really into in Asia was chasing waterfalls. And you definitely cannot miss the most epic waterfall in Pai. It's called the Pam Bok Waterfall. And it's about a 20 minute drive from the town center. And you'll have a really scenic drive via motorbike on your way. So you'll be able to pass these beautiful rice fields and a bamboo bridge along the way. And once you get there, you will just be amazed by the view of this waterfall. It is absolutely massive. And depending on the conditions of the day, you are able to climb up and jump right in, which I just thought was so incredible. I was not used to seeing waterfalls that you could just jump in and really explore. So definitely make sure to wear shoes that don't easily slip. I know I can be a clumsy person, so just make sure you have good shoes and always just check the depths of the water before jumping. Obviously, if it's rainy season in Thailand, the water is going to be a little bit deeper, so just make sure to check that as well. And I would just recommend, you know, bringing towels, grabbing snacks, and hanging out at the waterfall for a few hours. It can get really hot in Pai, so it's a nice place to cool off, and it's incredibly beautiful. So I'd highly recommend checking out the Pambok Waterfall. And my next experience is trekking through the jungles. So there's a company called Pi Adventures, and you can choose to trek through villages, caves, or waterfalls. And they have a lot of different trek options. So you can actually choose to do a one-day trek or challenge yourself to do longer. And I can't think of a better way to check out the Pi countryside. I think it's cool to do a trek because it's a lot more intense than a hike and you typically have a local guide that's giving you the information about those areas and it's just a cool way to really get into nature as well. So I'd recommend that as another bucket list experience. And as I mentioned before, Pi is just a really peaceful place. So if you really want to challenge your inner zen, you definitely need to check out the hot springs in Pi. You can kind of soak in nature and take some time to relax after all your adventuring. And there are a few hot springs in Pai, but I'd recommend the Sai Nagam Hot Spring. It's popular with the locals, which is really fun. So you might meet a nice um, local person that could give you some more information. And it's also on the way to the popular Tham Lod Cave. So you could actually plan your day to see both, which would be kind of a nice way to spend the day in Pi. Okay, so my last bucket list adventure would be to climb to the Big White Buddha statue. And you really can't miss this statue. Um, it's going to be really easy to get to since you'll see it right from the town center. And it is absolutely massive and breathtakingly beautiful. 
It's really cool because when you're either on the bus or on your motorbike driving into Pi, you're going to see this huge statue and just be enamored why it's it just seems like it's in the middle of the mountains. So you'll definitely want to go see it once you could even see it from afar. And it takes about an hour to get to the top. So bring definitely your best running shoes and get ready to experience it. And as always, whenever you're visiting, um, you know, statues like that, make sure that you dress appropriately. As far as logistics go, the good news about Pi is, as I've mentioned a few times in the podcast, is it's a pretty easy and carefree place to visit. So it's not necessarily a place that you need to book all of your tours in advance. Usually just walking on the um, in the city center, you're able to book things day of if need be. But if you are a planner, you can definitely book some of your tours in advance So other than kind of booking your tickets a few days beforehand, if you're feeling adventurous, it's definitely common to walk around town and you can find accommodations day of if you really want to get the vibe and energy of a hotel or bungalow before you go. That could be kind of a fun way to see what's going to be best for your experience. And sometimes I feel like it's not it's more fun to not have everything planned out. So I think that's another cool thing about Pi is you can kind of go for a weekend and see it and then kind of decide which type of accommodation you'd want to stay at and what type of tours are best calling to you at that time. And as I mentioned, the best way to get around Pi is definitely by motorbike as there are things that, as I've mentioned, are incredible to see that aren't necessarily in walking distance. However, if you aren't comfortable being on a motorbike, I would say if you book close enough to the city center, you can rent a bicycle or walk to most restaurants or shops. So if I were to spend another weekend in Pi, I would make sure there is the perfect mix of adventure and relaxation. So I would definitely make sure to plan a day to cafe hop, get a massage, and check out one of the experiences that I mentioned. And the adventures I would definitely not miss out on is for sure Sunset at Pi Canyon, trying to plan a caving experience, and definitely soaking in the local hot springs. I really enjoyed doing that. Um, But be sure to comment on my latest Instagram, just letting me know which experience you would be most excited for if you were to visit Pi. I hope everyone can get there someday because I, I do just really think it's such a magical place. And to kind of end the podcast, my one way ticket favorite memory in Pi was definitely taking in the incredible views at Pi Canyon. I know I've mentioned this Um, place a few times in the podcast, but it truly was one of my favorite experiences and just the best way to end the day. And after a day, especially with friends that included jumping in waterfalls and exploring the night markets, and even just meeting travelers all over the world, the sunset was definitely the cherry on top of an incredible trip that resulted in many returns. (laughs) So as always, I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. If you're interested in following along on my travels and getting more tips for 
just living a wanderlust-fueled life, please subscribe to the podcast and definitely follow me on Instagram at Maggie's One Way Ticket. And I definitely would be so grateful if you left a review. I really do love reading each one. So thanks to everyone that's left a review so far. And I will see you next episode. I'm going to keep the location that I'll be covering a little bit of a secret. So you'll have to see next week. And I hope you take the road less traveled and that your next week is filled with so much adventure and joy. So I will catch you next time, One Way Ticketers. Have an awesome week and I'll see you next episode.